What's up, everybody, and welcome to a special, this time very special. Very special. Boardroom out of office. We are in my office, technically, <laughs> but we're recording out of office, and we are filming on video today as well, live. Not live, it's never live, but we're recording. Um, and G, you look smooth, bro. You Thank always you, bro. come photo shoot fresh. Trying to keep up with you, bro. Man, what? I was in like, I told you, I was in beat up sweats on my way here before you reminded me we were on camera. It's just a thing you say. You thought it was just something I said? Never mind. All right. So how you been, bro? Chilling, bro. You? I've been good, man. I've been good. A lot going on in the world. Um, a lot going on in sports. And uh, yeah, man, a lot for us to talk about today, but no guests. No guests. It's just you and I, man. Just you and I off the top of the dome. Amigo y amigo. Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, first of all, good news. Seems like, hopefully, KD be back. Yes, very, very, let's very, go. Very shortly. What are we thinking? When? Man. Give us the insight. I don't even want to jinx it, bro. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounds like any, it's imminent, but I, I wait on him. I wait on him. And I think as he's gotten older, too, it seems like from afar, he knows his body and his timetable better than anyone. So yeah. It's like when he has that look and he's like, all right, you know, and then everyone knows he's ready to go, but we'll see. And it should be exciting. And obviously a lot's gone on in basketball. Saw Steve Nash has COVID man. Oh my goodness. Were you I, devastated? I am devastated. Now that you just told me, I didn't know that. I spoke to him last night though. He's no symptoms. Oh my God. Well, wish him a speedy recovery. He has no symptoms. Oh, okay. Then he's good. All right. Gianni, if you're listening, anybody out here uh and steve nash if you're listening gianni is like probably your biggest fan without a doubt i wore number 13 throughout middle school because of the way this man would drive to the basket and just dump it off yeah he was good bro two-time mvp so he's your favorite player ever nah he's second first. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> first is iverson then nash okay that's fair ai is like an amazing number one to have oh you have to yeah wait but let's talk about this new look sixers yeah, I went to the Nick game the other day. I sat with Spike. How's I'm that? I'm flexing. I'm flexing. I'm not going to front. Man. That's crazy, though. Of course, bro. I told him that. I said I used to sit like right up around there and stare at fucking you half the time and the whole thing, and I'm sitting with you. And he was like, hey. Were you there just like cheesing the whole time? It was my second time there with him. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I have to do this every I cheesed day. a little bit less. No, of course, but. The garden is incredible. Like Sunday at Madison Square Garden is, I said, I kept saying that to everyone I ran into. You're like, such a Nick fan. I ask you about the Sixers. You're like, the garden. No, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just a New York fan. But the garden was nuts. Like sun, it, I mean, it wasn't even that it was like louder than any game. It's just the energy Sunday, the garden. It's Sunday in Barclays too. Like a Sunday matinee when you get like a good game. And it was James's like second game. It was a lot of good energy in the arena. Sixers look good. So I guess you just ball better when you're happier. In in Harden's case, I guess. I guess. I mean, I think you do anything better when you're happier. happier I mean, yeah, of why, course. You know, I'm always quick to tell anybody that I speak to um, when we're talking professional life, et cetera, that like the best part of all of this is that like I love what I do, right? It's the best thing. I can't even imagine. But the thing is, is I probably would have enjoyed anything I did in life honestly because i would have made it fun and i would have found fun in it 
which is really the key. That's why, like, this store that was on my block when I was growing up, it was just like this stationary store, but it had all these, like, little cool toys and then pins at the... You know those stores in the city just have, like, a whole bunch of everything? Like, they say they may be a stationary store or, like, yeah, a paper house. Yeah, I do know what you mean. But it just has everything. They got everything, yeah. Yeah, and the dude that ran it was, like, the man. I, I thought so. The place went out of business. They were probably... It was a mess, clearly. Like, <laughs> they probably ran a horrible shit, but... Like, I, I think I can make anything fun, but when you love the content of what you're doing or context of what you're doing, content, right? Yeah. And the people, then it's incredible. And I think for athletes, too, you can see it. You know, when you're happier, you're more su- confident. When you're more confident, you're more successful. I always feel like a confident athlete, really, really confident athlete, a lot of times can overcome, like, a certain maybe flaw in their game. Or, yeah. You know, not as literal as that, but like a, a confident athlete, a very, very skilled, confident athlete can overcome like a certain flaw and, and it not affect their overall game because their confidence is just like yeah. so great. Man, I just can't wait. Like, you know, obviously our boys out and like the Sixers won their last two games. So now media is going so hard on the Sixers. But like, I cannot wait to see what this Nets team looks like. It's going to be so dope. It will be. Kyrie's incredible. Kyrie's incredible. That Saturday night game in Milwaukee was just... I mean, we're deep, man. Yeah. We're deep. We got Drogic. Drummond. Drummond. Seth. Seth is dope. Like, yeah. He really is good. Um, Andre Drummond will get like, I mean... 40 rebounds. Yeah. It's like, he's so good at rebounding... But for some reason, like, not it's not talked about. But, like, and I'm not comparing him to Dennis Rodman in any way. But, like, for some reason, I don't feel like he gets the credit for the dominant rebounding efforts yep. he has. I don't know. I, guess, I don't know why. I mean, clearly there's other things in his game that aren't the same level as his rebounding. But you know what I mean? Um, Cleveland was fun. Super fun. Right? All-Star weekend. We do it. We threw a great brunch. We threw a great brunch. The key to the brunch was we identified this space in the day in Cleveland, 12 to 4. We got Sidell's, nice little touch, brought New York bagels to Cleveland. Great music, DJ Steph Floss, partnered with Coinbase. Um, Dapper Labs crew in the house. And earlier in the day, set the whole crew straight. Weedmaps.com, got everybody laced at the party. Um <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm just, it's dope that we partner with them. It's incredibly dope that I've realized it's a helpful thing. It actually was an incredible tool, man. Oh, absolutely. So for all you down low smokers out there, hope my kids aren't listening. Shameless plug for Weed Maps. But um, it was fun having you at All Star. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you really crushed it, moving and shaking. You did an incredible job at that event. They were really happy. Thank you, bro. I was really happy. That's what we go for over here. Results. Results. Smiling is good. Smiling's great. Besides hoops, what you watching nowadays? Um, I'm watching a lot of everything. I'm obviously like glued to, not obviously, some people don't get glued into it, but I do watch all of this stuff happening around the world. Like, you know, like no different than during the pandemic. I like dive in and I try to get super duper educated on it because I feel like people worry and when they worry uh, as instinctually I like to like 
be able to help people and have information and then it eases my own concerns. That's just something I've done since I was like a kid. So I just get all the information in and around it. I don't read anything else, to be honest with you. Like, you know that, right? But when it comes to like shit that's happening, I get like the information. So I like to be like my family's messenger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone has to be. Facts. Um, and then I'm watching Gilded Age. Gilded Age. How is funny was the other day we were in this creative meeting, like a boardroom creative meeting, and we were talking about like some of the. Uh, you were in this, right? Yeah. yeah. Talk about some of the like evolution into creating content and stories in and around music and television, the same way we have for sports and business. Um, so I was trying to give an example when we were talking about Euphoria, and I was like, "Look, it's not gonna." relate to every show and it's not going to pertain to every situation it's not the gilded age probably we're not going to do that and then i like saw this hush over the room and these two kids or one dude that we just hired my man nate just came over from hype beats he's like yeah, i do fuck with gilded age though. <laughs> <laughs> but yo and if you don't know gilded age is the new series on hbo max created by the same person who did downtown abbey and it's about like early 1900, late 1800 New York, and when they're just like building it, and all the old families, Rockefellers, J.P. Morgans, Vanderbilts, and just Rockefeller, how they do it. Jay and Damon, no, or before that, Rockefeller. Before that one, way, way before that. But you know, shout out to all the rock, all the rocks, all the rocks. <laughs> shout out to both Rockefellers. <laughs> but no, it's incredible, and I have always loved old New York. Most people do. It's really incredible to see like the city a hundred years ago, um, and they did such an incredible job creating the set, like on Fifth Avenue. Um, and I read a bit about. I saw this like Instagram post someone sent me. Did you send it to me? Nah. No. Someone sent me it about how they created like shooting it in multitude of places cut together with some uh what's it called the after effect called uh gpi no what's it called what cgi 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 you know when that happens to me a lot right like the whole point is fire but like i'll mess up this like one word no one really corrects me that and much you'll get now. hung up on it no i don't care but i'll tell you alan patrickoff who i had on the last pod when i was younger because I used to be at their house a lot. And, um, or I'd, like, he'd call me in and meet with me about things. Because I really was like a, another kid, so to speak, right? Yeah. So I'd be like telling him a story and I'd be like, yeah. And then they cut it up with like PGI. I'd be like, what the hell is PGI? And I'd be like, what you mean? He'd be like, CGI. Like, what was it again? C CGI. And I'd be like, why do you have to be like, I get it. I fucked up. Like I said, <laughs> he's always been do that shit to me. If I say a phrase wrong, I'd be like, that's called call, call a spade a spade. Or no, because that, that is a saying. You know what I mean, bro. You watching the Kanye doc? What? What were we just talking about before that, though, before we lose? The Gilded Age. No, I know. But what were we talking about? Oh, how they built the set. Got it. CGI. All right. <laughs> um, Kanye doc's incredible. Incredible, bro. I haven't felt this way about a doc since Last Dance. Yeah. And even Iller. Like, I put it right up there. It's like, as you know, I love Kanye I'm the biggest fan of Kanye I have been since I was 13 there's nothing missing like in terms of like the access and like there's nothing that I would have wanted that I don't get from the dog 100% so well said bro and we're two episodes in obviously Cootie was in here yesterday one of the two directors Cootie and Chike because um, we're doing a doc with him um, on Showtime 
called Point Gods. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> can't help plugging, man. Yeah, keep plugging. and we saw a cut for it yesterday. It is so fire, so so New York, so, so New York. gully. Yo, so we're all like, over the place. <laughs> I know, I know. We'll, we'll get back to Kanye, but our Point Gods doc is the shit. Dope. Oh know, my god, I know, I know. Katie hit me today, like send that shit to Kyrie. Yeah, well, we have to get Kyrie on it. This is fun. I haven't talked to you. This is good catching up with you, bro. <laughs> Happy to see you, yeah, bro. You too. <laughs> You know, I'll tell you another funny story quick. Spike did one of those things twice, like after I said something went to dap me up. Yeah. And I had just had uh, a Diet Coke, right? Yeah. But it was, I have a Diet Coke now too. And like the condensation outside the cup was so, like it was so wet. My hand was so wet. <laughs> you had to give a and dap. And he like dapped me up and I just did it. And I put my hand out like, yeah, all right, Spike. And I know he must've been like, been this like, motherfucker's you gotta tell hand him. is drenched. You gotta tell him like, yo, I just did pure, pure I was like this. You know that move? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kanye. Kanye, fire. So it's incredible. And what I think I learned from Cootie yesterday was it went those two, which was like the birth of it. And it jumps all the way to head now to yeah. like pandemic on, which has been like since the presidency, Trump, et cetera. I also just love Kanye, my God, have seen parts of that, which whenever you see a doc that you can like pull a memory from too is cool. Um, even as an observer, you know, yeah. just being a period in time. But like that show where he first got on stage with Kwali, I told you, Jamie and I were there sitting in that front row. And he was like, we were there to see Kwali. And he came out and did a record or two. And it was crazy, man. All that stuff was incredible. But watching him, the confidence is like a unicorn. Like I've never seen anything like it. Like it's prolific, right? Yeah. And it's like magnetic. You can't even stop watching it. And also, I remember at the time, like, and you could even hear him talk about it, him talking about how, like, people don't take him seriously as a rapper. And I remember people thinking that, like, his rap style or his flow, like, didn't sound right or because it was new or different. Yeah. Thinking now, back then, hearing him freestyle, it should sound incredible. Right. Even back then. Like, he was an incredible rapper to me from day one. I didn't like his girlfriend freestyle. I'm not going front. That was offbeat. That was off. That was, but it was. He, guess he what? knows it too. No, but guess what? It may be on beat another time, like maybe in like twenty years. We'll it might be, be like shit's on beat. You know. Kate, and then, and sorry to cut you off. No, and then no, I learned yesterday he produced Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I didn't even I, know that. I didn't know that either till actually till that. You know, he produced Ludacris's stand up. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those like randos. And then to your point, like that level of self belief, like. Bro, the Rockefeller roster in terms of pure rapping, because it seems like between Beanie and Freeway and some other people, they were like doing PD Cracks video PD and they Crack, were like, like pumping those him. Those are real rapper rappers. Exactly. So like to him, think like he got bars and Hove, of course, but that just separates it because they're rappers. No disrespect, they're not killing it right now, and Kanye is an is Andy Warhol. He's a fuck he's an yeah. artist. He's well, you the got, you got shook like let me not knock Beanie like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you're 100% He right. creates the blueprint where a lot of rappers today have modeled it after. 100%. It's also just his whole like you remember when they were backstage and someone introduced him to someone who was like, "Yo, he the best 
produce like rapping producer out there whatever and he was so young and new and the dude was really trying to compliment him but he was like now what you what you mean rapper produce like why can't you introduce yeah. me producer that and that incredulous like confidence and vision of who he was i don't think i've ever seen anybody like that to be honest you know what i mean his way of doing it like jay has this like flawlessly cool confidence but kanye's is like he knows that he's hearing and seeing shit that he needs to get out like and no one can stop him that's how i feel yeah and to give him his flowers because he needed like pharrell been doing this since 99 nerd dropped their first album 2002 like he's a pioneer in himself oh my god and as a businessman but even like um remember when pharrell said to him like never stop doubting yourself yeah. no matter how big you got and yes. i'm thinking while i'm watching that like damn he listened to him mm -hmm. this his whole thing is like we thought he was the man from for like 20 years but that whatever is in his head to make him continue to fight against like the ghost of doubt i think the but sound it's similar to what i got out of man in the arena like tom brady really taking things like personal that he needed to, I guess, to motivate him to like go back each season and have to dominate, and like that's insane, <laughs> you know, to think yeah. about that, like how you can use something like that. Like you always think about it. People say that when they were when like they cover sports, like this can be billboard material, or locker room, like they're gonna put it up on the wall. But like most people don't fall for that trap you know? yeah <laughs> but like someone as great as tom brady or kanye like continuing to cre like create that self-doubt or like that enemy so they can go battle and win every time and create the greatest album every time and that and we gotta keep a camera with us more often because what are we doing like when it, when, it, when our doc comes out 30 years from now we gotta have the footage i know you're right Maybe no, even if no one wants to watch it, we need the footage. We need the yeah. footage to make our own yeah. movie for us to watch. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what's so cool about Cootie just kept that shit running, um, which was really dope. It's like, you know, the thing about Fade, Fade to Black was incredible. That was insane footage, too. And, like, you know, some of that baseline studio footage of Kanye and Jay-Z was from the same time, like, in the Fade to Black footage. But... The thing was, you were watching Kanye get on, like the dude at the front desk calling him Cayenne or whatever. Like, <laughs> you just don't get footage like that. You don't get to see that. And just because of how polarizing he is now. And then, you know, the stuff with his mother was just heartbreaking because she really was like an angel. Like, he went there, you know. I'm like, I don't even want to say it. I've said the wrong thing. And so, God forbid, he listening to this shit. I'm sorry if we said the wrong thing, Kanye. I, the two of us legitimately love you. Um, tell the camera. Kanye, you changed everything. You already know. I wouldn't do everything the way you do it, for the record, while we're here talking to each you other. See, you see this coat? You see this outfit? Even the one-liners. Do you want to hear something really funny? Where's my phone? He may not remember this. Of course he's not going to remember this, but I saved the picture. I showed you this picture, but I'm going to pull this picture up. So it was Rihanna's birthday party in L.A. like maybe 12 years ago. When did Watch the Throne come out? 2011. 11. So it's probably like a year before Watch the Throne came out. So um, I don't even know why I said this, to be honest. It was, I was probably drunk and it was pretty stupid. But I went up to Kanye 
at the party and I was like, because they had put Ham out. Remember the song Ham? So they put Ham out and they put like two versions of it out if I remember. Like there was one version where um, they put it out then like a year later they put out another version. I could be wrong, but they put out another version in and around when the album really came out. So Jay had just played me a bunch of songs. I was in the studio and he had played a bunch of songs on Watch the Throne. So then I saw <laughs> Kanye at this party and I was like, Yo, so I didn't really like Ham when it first came out. Um, but I heard this stuff the other day, and he was like, see, I ain't really ask you what you think about <laughs> anything. And I have a picture that someone happened to be taking of us talking, and I can show you the exact moment at this party of me saying that ridiculous, pointless like conversation starter. You know, like sometimes you just got to be like, all right, I'm trying to go converse with this man. Let me just start with this shit like yo i ain't really like your song <laughs> that didn't yo, work at all oh my god I was i'm gonna find this similar I'm gonna scenario find this. i'm gonna find this towards the end um do you see the forbes list of the uh top hip-hop earners jay-z number one like 450 kanye number two like what was that 275 275 and then which is probably not even true it's probably more no i think that dude zach i mean it's never to the penny but i think that dude zach um greenberg got his he got, got his, his facts. Yeah, I really do. Um, I mean, look, it could be off, but it's not probably not in the same or right ballpark. But re regardless, Jay Z's just like a dis <laughs> it's just destruction. He's just a titan. Um, and Kanye, what did Kanye do? He did another two fifty. That's a good year. That's Yo, I know exactly what you mean. I was in a similar scenario. I was in L.A. a few years ago. Somehow ended up at Chris Brown's house. And his house is sick, by the way. It's like a full arcade in the living room. And he just started playing like 20 new tracks. And for some reason, I like go to his man who I'm like comfortable with. And I'm like, I want to give him my opinion. And he's like, an opinion can save a life. So that was all the fire I needed. So I go right, wow. up, to, I go right up to Chris. Luckily, like Chris and I had some rapport before this, and I'm like, "You got too many tracks," and, I, and like he's like all receptive to me, but I that could have completely backfired. I'm like, "Who am I to tell him?" Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know. Are we name dropping? Are we name dropping you and I? Uh we don't do that. I don't do that. Whatever. People, they know we're humble dudes. I just tell stories. I know you're not name dropping. I was just because we went Kanye. Does Quincy like, Jones name drop? Oh, you heard that. Gianni is the next Quincy Jones. <laughs> I didn't say all that. <laughs> you did. You did. It's no. on the record. I support it. I support it. Um, you see John Morant last night? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or two nights ago? Pod <laughs> comes out tomorrow. I mean, incredible. what's his ceiling? He probably he can touch it. He can touch any ceiling. He was <laughs> flying, man. It was incredible. Um, back to the hip-hop burners one second, though. It's it was a, you know, I saw Doja Cat was like. Um, she had a great year. She, had a great she signed year. a new management. She's down with Sal and XO. It, what, I, what it doesn't take into account is like, I don't think it's everyone's net worth by any means, clearly, or their like yearly equity growth. If a business they were building is now valued at $400 million, but they haven't sold it like Jay sold Title or um, Ace. Ace then they probably can't count it. So, you know, someone like Nas, who's probably got insane portfolio venture. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when his, like, 
Coinbase money came to him. Coinbase a, ring, all that shit. Yeah, he's been crushing it. Him, Anthony Soleil, they just killed Anthony it. Anthony Soleil is incredible. Yeah, and he smiles all the time. Yeah, right. I know. That's big. Smiling's big. <laughs> you, <laughs> smiling's Smiling can big. take you a long way. Smiling can take you a long way. What was the thing you said before? An opinions. An opinion can save a life. And smiles go a long way. Wow. We've really taught the listener a lot today. We're good for some one-liners every once in a while. We are good for some one-liners. Um, uh, what else? So what else am I watching? Um, well, back to just what's going on in the world right now. What do you get in terms of your, like, your friends? Remember, we talked about this during the pandemic. Like, what your friends in your 20s were feeling as opposed to, like, what my peers or friends of mine might be I mean, talking about. On a humanitarian level, it's just completely unnecessary. It's like, for what? I don't understand what his purpose of doing this is. I don't understand, like, even in this day, like, why we need war overall. Yeah. That's what's so crazy is obviously 100% right. I think that's the saddest part of it, first and foremost, is the amount of people that are getting killed, having to flee their home. But just it's helpless because the pandemic was a different kind of helpless. You know what I'm saying? And, and we were all united. And we were all pandemic. united. And, you know, I think in this instance, it's just you get the idea that, um, you know, first of all, it's obvious like somebody that's psycho is running and making the decisions on behalf of this like superpower country um, who has nothing but like evil intentions. So just like in the simplest form, that's just like a, it's a horrible um it's a horrible recipe for kind of diplomacy period right and the fact that um the fact that we're having to watch this and that things like nuclear weapons are being spoken about though you have to understand and i'm not um taking away any of the severity of the situation but i'm i know now from the pandemic and and everything with trump that you have to be really careful in the coverage to make sure you know exactly what's happening. And that's why, like I said earlier, I read so much because, you know, CNN the other day had a headline that said that the space station may fall to earth if like our sanctions continue to get so bad because of the energy and fuel that's being given. It's like, come on, you can't put, right? So you have to be careful with how you look at this situation. But the bottom line is the tone and the rhetoric of what's happening now is unlike anything I've seen in my lifetime. Um, it's obviously happened in other generations, but I think that the scale of media and attention and focus, the same way it pays, plays a part in politics, it plays a part in world politics, just like this. So there's a lot of posturing and, 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 and there's a lot of just kind of like fear, you know, and scare tactics and people creating stories and narratives. You have to be very careful with that. But at the end of the day, like you said, there's no reason for war, period. There's no reason for people to be... F- still talking about land and territory and all these things that happen in such a big part of the planet. It's crazy. It's like hundreds of years ago, we just took a map of the world and drew some lines and called them borders. It's like, 
what is this? Yeah. And then also like Switzerland. Did you see that headline? Yeah. How they froze no the Russian neutral. accents? It, it, can't 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 say your Switzerland anymore. And exactly, and like all these sanctions. That's a big thing, everyone. You can't say your Switzerland <laughs> in an argument anymore because Switzerland kept it real. They yeah. came over to they NATO. They picked the side, and all these sanctions. They're just affecting the Russian people. They're not even affecting Putin. No, VP. no, and it's keeping the money in the banks there. But there's a lot of other sanctions that are affecting them, and you know this kind of financial warfare is what. You know, Russia's claiming. I mean, we could talk about this forever. I just will say this, though. The key, in general, I tweeted this the other day. And, you know, when I tweet these things, I'm not like, I don't think I have that audience on Twitter. But I, I, I sometimes feel like these like things pop into my head and I realize them. And I'm like, well, I don't really know where else to write them. I got to figure out if there's a better platform to write it. But I think about, like, the climate we're in right now when you like peel it back and you can really check every box off of fucked up like i was reading the paper yesterday talking about the un said this about the environment talk about russia and ukraine and all of what can unravel there obviously we're still coming off what we came off of and all the other things that go on in our country are still true but the idea of just like trying very hard and, and creating the the time for yourself and the mental space for yourself to enjoy your life too is so important. It's crucial. And you have to be really careful and aware of it because you have to make the decision to do it because then you have to think about it when you have kids too because it's on in the background. It's Your energy is part of it. So bottom line is third lesson now of the day in a more serious tone is try to figure out a way to get to your happy place. <laughs> Nice. That what do you think great. about that, guys? Get to your happy place. So, should we end on a lighter note? Because I have a question for you. That was light, though. Happy place. Yeah, great. Yeah. Even more light. Final question. Which actor is Batman for you? Michael Keaton. I've never seen it. That's wild. Which one's for you? Christian Bale. Oh. Well. That makes sense for you. You're excited for this new one? Yes. Hell yeah. I saw the premieres across the street at Lincoln Center tonight, across from my house. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm just saying I saw it. Yeah, I'm what excited else? to see Zoe as Catwoman. I don't even know movies came out anymore. Right? What does that mean? It's out. And they just the movies that they make are just so granular. It's like Disney owns all the studios, so they just make movies that would work for everyone. I know. But what? Uh, seriously, though, like where? What, where is it? It's on TV? It's on streaming service? No, you got to go to the movies. Oh, that's good. I love the movies. I saw Bat the original Batman in the movies. I don't know why I'm telling you that. <laughs> Where else would I, I have seen it? I didn't it? think you saw it on HBO Max. <laughs> ah, that's good. You're right. All right. Well, I hope we still have people listening at this point in the conversation, but um, I can't get my elbow straight here. But thank you guys for listening to just me and Gianni talk some talk, some talk our version of Out of the Office today. Thank you for continuing to listen. Subscribe to Boardroom. Go on to boardroom.tv. Get our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Listen to our old podcast, too. Tap in. Yeah, Evergreen. They're Evergreen. Let's Yo, rename. You want to rename the show? Hold on. I really have to ask you, though, because I hear that word once a day in seven different contexts. So... Also, shout out to you on Good shout Morning America. Shout out to you on Good Morning America yesterday. Ooh, totally crushed it. Thank you, bro. Honestly, the way personally I define intelligence is if someone can take a really complex idea and explain it to somebody and simply. And like the way you broke down crypto, wow. NFT, Web3PO, I was like, bravo, my guy. Thank you.
Truly, you killed it. I appreciate that. You did. Thank you. It was tough not having you there. You're always there mentally. But then I killed it, so let's, what does that Thank say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, obviously. Um, thank you, my brother. Yeah. Always fun catching up with you. Um, everybody, find your happy place. Opinions. Can save lives. Can save, li- can save lives. An opinion. One opinion. An opinion can save lives. Find your happy place. And smiling is good. There Peace we go. Peace to Anthony Soleil. Thanks for listening. Out of office. See you next time. Song